It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. No matter how rational and fair gamers try to be, it is easy to be blindsided by a brand. And sometimes, before we know whether a game is good or not, we admittedly give into the hype. But this can be a dangerous mentality, especially when there are red flags that the game we're dying to play is actually going to suck. With that in mind then, I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 video games we're dying to play, even though they'll suck. Number 10, Sonic Frontiers. Sonic Frontiers has piqued the interest of many a gamer, even those who discarded the hyper-fast blue hedgehog along long ago. Instead of zipping around linear levels this time around, the latest installment will take place in an open world and as such, while it will still have Sega's mascot bashing badniks and grinding around rails at super speed, there will be a larger focus on exploration and puzzle solving. But it's far too early to be optimistic. I mean, devoted gamers have been saying that the next Sonic installment will return the franchise to its former glory since Sonic the Hedgehog 06, and look how that turned out. Sonic Boom was also meant to be a return to form, but that similarly failed miserably. In fact, the only game in 20 years that felt like a true Sonic game is Sonic Mania, and that was made by fans. What's worse than this is that the previews for Sonic Frontiers haven't been ideal. The levels look desolate, there are bugs galore, and the bosses need some heavy tweaking. Viewers were also dismayed by the Sonic Combat preview, so much so that hashtag DelaySonicFrontiers began trending on Twitter to encourage the developers to take more time to fine-tune the whole project. If Sega keeps the original release date, it's likely that Frontiers is going to be another mediocre Sonic title. Number 9. A Quiet Place In 2021, Sabre Interactive revealed that they were working with Illogica and Epitome to create a video game adaptation of A Quiet Place. Because this story takes place in a post-apocalyptic world filled with monsters with super hearing, the gameplay will naturally focus on stealth rather than running around guns blazing. What's quite cool as well is that, like Telltale's The Walking Dead, it's believed that this project will take place in the universe of A Quiet Place, but center around around a different group of survivors than the film adaptation. Unfortunately, there are concerns though, otherwise it wouldn't be on this list. Despite the fact that Sabre Interactive is no stranger to adapting famous movies into games, the results haven't always been great. R.I.P.D. the game was just unplayable, World War Z was so forgettable that pretty much every gamer forgot it came out, and Evil Dead the game was admittedly a pleasant surprise and a step up from their previous efforts, but even then it isn't something that you would recommend 
to everyone. But that's not the only pressing matter. At this moment in time, there's absolutely no footage of the game, even though it's meant to be releasing in a few months before the end of 2022. The website that's meant to be dishing out all of the latest news on the project is pretty much barren. Although A Quiet Place is a recognized brand, it's hard to get excited for the game when there's literally nothing to show for it. Number 8. Robocop Rogue City There have been plenty of Robocop games over the years, including 1988's Robocop, 2001's Robocop, and 2003's Robocop. Yeah, the developers haven't gotten particularly creative with titles. As entertaining as these entries may have been, though, the player never truly felt like the cybernetic protector of Detroit. But based on the trailer for Robocop Rogue City, that could all change. Even though this teaser is only 90 seconds long admittedly, it does capture the aesthetic and style of the 1987 classic perfectly. Not only that, but Peter Weller will also reprise the role of our titular hero. All of this does sound exciting, but we just can't ignore who's actually helming the project, that being Taeon and Nacon. Considering Nacon's Werewolf the Apocalypse Earthblood was among the worst titles of 2021, it doesn't look like this adaptation is in safe hands. Unfortunately, the other company isn't much better. Although this Polish studio has a history of developing games based on iconic films, they've mostly turned out abysmally. Rambo, for instance, is regarded as one of the worst games based on a film ever, though their last project, Terminator Resistance, was surprisingly decent and did get a cult following. Still, the odds are stacked against Rogue City, but fans, myself included, can't help but hope that this will finally be a good one. Number 7. Dead Island 2 Announced all the way back in 2014, this follow-up to the surprisingly successful original zombie brawler has had a tumultuous history to say the least. Changing developers multiple times, with the third team, Dambuster, being brought in to reboot the project in 2019. Still, fans are excited to play the game just to see what all the fuss has been about. After all, the publisher clearly believes that this game could be a hit, otherwise they would have just cut their losses. And with nearly a decade of hype and intrigue, players are unsurprisingly curious about this sequel. Will it be worth the wait? Can it compare with Dead Island's spiritual successor Dying Light? Hopefully, we find out sooner rather than later. Number 6. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora So, with the hype train fully loaded for James Cameron's sci-fi saga, now feels like the perfect moment for Ubisoft to release Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. At least, that was the idea. Gamers became skeptical when Ubisoft stopped releasing details about the project. These suspicions seemed warranted when the company announced in July 2022 that Frontiers of Pandora had indeed been delayed to 2023 or even 2024. Although this delay is frustrating, it could be regarded as a good sign since it shows the developers aren't rushing the title out just to tie it into a movie. But we must remember as well that Frontiers of Pandora is being developed by the same studio behind Avatar the game. Although we can hope that Ubisoft has learned the error of their ways, the lack of updates and the company's recent abysmal track record is anything but reassuring. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Number five, Forspoken. A potential new franchise from Square Enix, the game has a whole load of talent behind it, including writing credits from industry icons Amy Hennig and Gary Witter. Sadly, the initial trailers only confuse players, though, while delays have sapped the title's momentum dead. However, it was a recently released trailer which brought the game infamy. Posting some of the cringiest dialogue you've ever heard in a blockbuster video game, and that takes some doing. Forspoken's tone has seen the project become the source of ridicule online. With such infamy though, it means that paradoxically, we're absolutely going to have to see the end product for ourselves. Will the final game be as bad as that couple minute look? Or is there some genius hiding under what appears to be at present, mostly madness? Number four, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Since 2015, Capcom have released Mega Man Legacy Collections containing the original 10 games, the 8X titles, and the 6-0 installments. Despite the fact that this treasure trove contains two dozen titles revolving around the blue bomber though, fans want more. For years, they've been impatiently waiting for Capcom to announce a compilation for the spin-off Mega Man Battle Network. And this summer, fans of the RPG saga went into meltdown when Capcom announced a legacy collection containing all six main Battle Network games will be released next year. But because fans are wearing their rose-tinted glasses, there is one factor about this anthology that they might be forgetting about, and that is that the Battle Network series isn't that great. I mean, they're not bad, at least not in the traditional sense. The first two titles were positively received, earning a Metacritic score of 79% and 81% respectively, but the ratings for each sequel became noticeably lower, with the last installment receiving 63%. In fact, the last four sequels received the same assessment from virtually every critic, that being that it's just more of the same. It's not going to feel like you're playing six games, it's kinda going to feel like you're playing the same game six times. Number 3. House of the Dead 2 Remake Although fans were excited about the House of the Dead remake, they were concerned how this zombie shooter would work on a console without a light gun peripheral. And the short answer is, it 
didn't really. Instead, each part of this rail shooter relied on analog controls or gyro controls. And while the latter isn't too bad of an experience, they were still too erratic and imprecise to make the gameplay enjoyable. Hell, I had to bust out the old PS Move controllers just to get a decent experience, and I, no joke, spent more time looking for and then charging those peripherals in my flat than I did actually completing the main campaign, which took like half an hour. Also, the original game had the player shoot their light gun away from the screen to reload, forcing them to tactically decide when to use a new clip. But since the remake lacks this function, no strategy is really required while shooting, turning House of the Dead remake into just a generic FPS. Despite receiving awful reviews across the board, though, House of the Dead 2 Remake is expected to be released in 2023. Without the light gun, the controls will still be sloppy. Without the light gun, the strategy will be non-existent. Without the light gun, House of the Dead 2 Remake is kinda doomed. Number 2. Gotham Knights. It would have been so easy for Gotham Knights to be just another Batman Arkham title. But WB Games Montreal went in a very bold direction after getting two previous projects cancelled, and this time around Batman is actually dead by the time the game opens, and it's up to his set of protégés, Robin, Batgirl, Nightwing and Red Hood, to safeguard the city. And honestly, this is a winning idea, as fans of the franchise love that the Bat family will finally take center stage for once in this game. And based on early promotions, it did initially seem like Gotham Knights could maintain the high standard of its forebearers, but that optimism quickly dissolved the moment we saw the game in action. The flying and combat sequences are so janky, they kind of look like they take place in one of Scarecrow's hallucination sequences or something. Although bugs are to be expected before the game is ready, the developers are cutting it pretty tight, considering Gotham Knights is meant to be released in two months and has just gone gold. Number one, Lord of the Rings Gollum. I mean, why focus on this character? There are so many heroes and villains in Middle-earth who could make for engaging protagonists with exciting gameplay opportunities, and to be polite, Gollum would not be high up on that list of candidates. Through on top of this, a bunch of delays as well as unconvincing trailers, and confidence in the project isn't at an all-time high. Still, we are absolutely going to play it because it's far too much of a strange concept to not want to see it for yourself. You just gotta know what sparked this pitch. What kind of shenanigans are we going to get up to and how the hell are they going to craft a good story? We've just got to know and you can bet that I'll be there day one when the game drops next year. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.